people who have so much give so little. And when they do give, there has to be a benefit of a write-off or an exchange of future services as a result of their gift. They either give for prestige, to have it printed in the paper, to make a business contact or a sexual one, to impress or to insult or to puff one's chest. They give to get or with some other hidden agenda, but they don't deplete their wealth from themselves to give to someone else without anything to gain from it. No condition, no future interest or payback, just because I have more than enough, why not? It's just sitting in the bank, it's just sitting in my vault, it's just sitting on a mountain, why not? Why not? Why not give love without expecting someone to sleep with you? Why not help someone without expecting them to help you back? Why not? Why not give to someone who received something that they didn't earn? Why not? I got mine. I lied and cheated, crawled to the top for mine. They don't have to do the same for theirs. That's not how God's world works. But that is how the adversary, the world of the Amalekites, works. The world of the Canaanites and the Hittites work. And especially the world of the Parasites work to absorb and sap your strength and everything, to use it for theirs, simply to ride your back across a muddy lake while you drown in it. That's the world. That's governments. That's corporations. That's a lot of your employers. That's a lot of your wives, a lot of your girlfriends, a lot of your friends a lot of the hanger-ons, a lot of the people that kiss your butt only because your butt's bigger than theirs and they're all a longing for a big butt. But the moment they get a butt bigger than your butt, a bigger bank account, a bigger this, win the lottery, they'll give you the middle finger. They'll smile at you now, pretend that that's your friend. They don't like you. They obviously don't love you. You've just got something that they want, and there's a condition. There's an exchange of services, really, between two devils, you and the one that you're helping. See, there's an unsaid agreement. We'll keep using each other until one of us can't use the other any longer. We'll ride this ship as long as we can. And then either both of us or one of us will move on. That's not friendship. That's not loyalty. That's not a team. A team. No, that's not a team at all. A team has really a unified, common 
directive and goal process and a good working relationship. But all of this backbiting and gossiping, tell-bearing, backstabbing, working to undermine and to go behind each other's back. That's how you want to run a business. That's how you want to run your life. That's how you want to run a relationship. I have always given more than what I possess. What a great conscience that gives you. What peace of mind. What joy in the Lord. I always want to go the extra mile. Even when I'm not thanked for it. And to give when I have nothing to give, even more glorious than to give when I think I can or when I can afford to give. I've always had the attitude, I can't afford not to give. I can't afford not to help. I can't afford not to weep and pray and bear the cross of my brother, of my fellow man. I can't afford not to. I owe a debt to a God who did more. How do we pay God back? America is trying to figure out how to pay the slaves back and reparations. Well, how do the slaves pay God back? How do we, who were a victim of this transatlantic Euro-colonial slave trade, how do we pay God God back? How do we thank God for his deliverance from slavery? How do we thank God for his mercy and endurance and all the mistreatments, the lynchings, the racist policies of this country, the police brutality, the corporate racism in the offices where we as black Americans have worked and had to deal with all kinds of Things said by people who claim not to be racist when they are. How do we thank God? God got us through that. It's not the man he used. It's not a president or a preacher. It's God. And for whatever reparations they may give our black community, we have a debt to God. That won't even cover the debt that we give. We'd have to give all of that to God's work and God's kingdom and still come up short. There's no amount of money that can pay the price for what God has done. And yet all of you serve him for what God can do. And when you say what God can do, it is defined only in dollars and cents, houses and cars. That's how you define it. That's how your preachers tell you in those churches and television shows. He did not give us a Torah. He did not give us Yeshua, our sacrificial atoning lamb, 
to cover our sin. Just so that we could ride in a Maserati or a Mercedes. That's not the purpose. With or without, whatever the amount. Everything you own, everything you have is a debt to God. His mercy and his grace that he did not kill you godless heathen Gentiles, you goyim. And his mercy and his love to keep his promise to you, the tribe of Israel, when you should have been destroyed for abandoning the Torah and becoming like the goyim and the Gentiles and abandoning God because you want to look like the European barbarians. You have turned God inside out. You who claim to be a people from God. You're only a people because of God. There'd be no Jews if it wasn't for God. And be no Jews if it wasn't for Abraham's covenant with God. Jacob's covenant with God. Changing his name to Israel. You're not a nation because of Ben-Govion or Theodore Herzl. You're not a nation because of the UN or America or the British or the French. You are a nation because of God, and yet you spit on them like your forefathers and decide you want to deny the real spirit of the Torah for hypocrisy. And he talked about it, and it's a Yehu in Devarim. This isn't new. This is in the Chronicles of the Kings. Aleph 1, Aleph Malachim. Read the Torah and see for yourselves. You commit the same atrocities, the same sins as your forefathers. Gentiles, the church Christians of America and Europe. Well, what do you expect? They are a mutation. They've taken the Torah, the Jewish God, and mutated him into a blonde, blue-eyed Christ. They hate the root and the source of the Bible. They've turned it and fashioned it into a pagan religion of statues and trinkets and worship of graven images. It's a religion that talks more about demons and devils than Adonai, Yeshua, Elohim. It is the fear of God, not the fear of witches and warlocks, demons and voodoo and spells. It is the fear of God, not the fear of our enemy. But those whom God gave it to you, Yashuel, you mistreated it. He told you how to treat the poor and the people that you work with, the people that work for you, how to treat the servant, how to relieve them of debts every seven years, how to send them away with a proper gift when they're no longer working for you, how to honor righteousness. But how can you when you've turned your back on the prophets in the Torah? and the promise of Mashiach. But hear this, all you. Judgment's coming. And no one escapes it. Not the Gentile, not the Jew, not you. You should repent and perform Teshuvah and pray for the mercy of God like Hezekiah.
because God's judgment is coming for all of you. There's a leak in this old building And my soul has got to move This old building, y'all, and my soul has got to move. I got another building, a building not made by man. This old building keeps on leaning, y'all, and my soul has got to move. Yeah, my soul. Keeps on leaning, y'all, and my soul has got to move. I got another building, a building not made, not made by Before this time, this time another year, I may be dead and gone. Before I go, yeah, I gotta let you know that I'll be moving, moving to my brand new home. Oh, this old building keeps on leaking in my soul. Has got to on hurting y'all in my soul has got to I got another building, building another not building not made listen when I can read my mind my title here mm, two mansions in the sky
Moving up. 
God has had enough That's when things are gonna start to get rough When God has had enough That's when things are gonna start to get rough Hurtful painful Broken and shameful and humble Lonely God 
God has had enough When 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 God has had enough